RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Andrew Shirovsky. The headlines. Premier Lee Ka-chung has praised the SAR government's effectiveness and ability to revive the economy. The head of a civil service union has called on the government to loosen up a proposed rule requiring unvaccinated government staff to get tested every three days. And roundtable lawmaker Michael Tien has said LegCo candidate substance is what matters to voters. Premier Lee Ka-chung says the central government fully affirms the work of Chief Executive Carrie Lam and her government in the past year. Damon Pang reports. Premier Lee Ka-chung praised the SAR government's effectiveness and ability to revive the economy during a meeting with Mrs. Lam, who is in Beijing for an annual duty visit. During the brief moments of the session open to the press, Mr. Lee said that he hopes Hong Kong can directly connect to the country's strategic development as the central government supports the territory as an international financial, trade and aviation hub. He also stressed Beijing will continue to fully implement the principles of one country, two systems and Hong Kong people administering Hong Kong with a high degree of autonomy. The chief executive said she's grateful for Mr. Lee's affirmation, adding that she's glad to be able to see him in person. Mrs. Lam noted that she could only deliver her work report via video link earlier this year because of the pandemic. The head of the Federation of Civil Service Unions, Liang Chaoting, says a plan to require unvaccinated government staff to get tested every three days instead of once a week may affect services. On an RTHK program, Mr. Leung noted that more than 90% of civil servants are already inoculated, and those who aren't probably couldn't get jammed because of health reasons. He suggested the government relax the requirement to once every five days and make accommodations, such as opening clinics until later in the evening, so colleagues could get tested after work. Under such circumstances, the government should make accommodations with the resources we have now. Can clinics stay open in the evening for colleagues to get tested? Actually, it would be okay if they can open until 8 o'clock. Roundtable lawmaker Michael Tien has disagreed with Ronnie Tong's comments that people who didn't vote should bear some responsibility for the failure of non-establishment candidates. Mr. Tien said in his new territory's northwest constituency, the third side's Casper Wong failed to win because he entered the race at the last minute and was unprepared. My opponent, he uh, decided to enter the race in my district about two days before the uh, nomination closed. He had no idea what's going on. Uh, he didn't do his homework. I asked him the same question four times over uh, for tele- uh, te- televised uh, or uh, broadcasted debates. He refused to answer it, and it's a simple issue about which is the most congested uh, traffic uh, uh, junction in my district. I think if I were a uh, uh, Democratic voter and I heard uh, someone who claimed to represent me and refused to do his homework, why would I come out and vote? Mr. Chen added that it's the candidate's substance that matters to voters, saying people this time clearly saw the difference in substance. The director of elderly services for an NGO partnering with the Jockey Club says the free phone plan, which will distribute 20,000 phones to underprivileged people aged 65 and above, will allow recipients to better connect with society. Tammy Leung from the Aberdeen Kai Fong Welfare Association said that the pandemic has affected a lot of elderly people and their ability to go out. Um, during the uh, COVID-19 period, they did not have the mobile uh, smartphone. So 
their social life will be affected. When they uh, get known the, the project, they are all excited. Two workers have died after falling into a manhole at a construction site in Cheplapkok. They were rushed unconscious to hospital early in the morning. Three others who apparently felt unwell after inhaling biogas were also sent to North Lantau Hospital. A raft of new measures has been announced by U.S. President Joe Biden as the United States is hit by the Omicron variant of the coronavirus. These include the distribution of half a billion free rapid-action test kits, the opening of 10,000 new vaccination sites, and the deployment of military medics and other personnel. Omicron is now the dominant variant of virus in the U.S. In New York City, Bill de Blasio has promised a cash reward to everyone who gets a booster jab. We're announcing a $100 incentive for everyone who goes out and gets a booster here in New York City between now and the end of the year. So it's a limited time opportunity uh, over these next days. Get your booster shot. Get a $100 incentive. In an address, Mr. Biden accused unnamed television personalities and social media companies of making money by spreading misinformation about vaccines and fueling some people's reluctance to get the jab. Those choices have been fueled by dangerous misinformation on cable TV and social media. You know, these companies and personalities are making money by peddling lies and allowing misinformation that can kill their own customers and their own supporters. Germany's Chancellor Olaf Scholz has announced new measures to fight coronavirus, including the temporary closure of nightclubs and restrictions on how many people can meet. He said the advance of the Omicron variant of the virus made the new measures, which will come in after Christmas, an essential precaution. I can understand everyone who doesn't want to hear anything else about coronavirus, mutations or new virus variants. But we cannot and must not close our eyes to this next wave which is beginning to loom over us. Omicron is more infectious, spreads more easily and will make the number of infections in the coming weeks climb massively. So we must prepare ourselves now. The fast food chain, McDonald's, is rationing the amount of fries its customers can order in Japan. Medium and large portion of fries are to be suspended from sale for a week. It's due to a shortage of Canadian potatoes. The BBC's Jonathan Josephs explains. At nearly 3,000 McDonald's restaurants across Japan, customers can only order a small portion of French fries. It is a chip shortage like no other the pandemic has served up, cooked up by delays in supplies arriving from Canada. The coronavirus pandemic has caused widespread disruption to the shipping industry, but problems at Vancouver's port have been added to by last month's deadly storm. The company is flying in more supplies and hopes to solve the problem by the end of this month. Rescuers reaching islands in the Philippines cut off by last week's strong typhoon have discovered scores more dead and flattened villages. It's now becoming clear that Typhoon Rai has devastated nine islands in the southern and central Philippines. Pepe Dianco, a Filipino filmmaker, was on one of the worst affected islands, Sergao, when the storm hit. He says there's widespread devastation. There is desperate need for water, clean water and food apart from, from shelter. And I think a fourth would be communications because for as long as comms are down, it will be hard to have efficient um, relief efforts. Uh, the towns north of Shargao are impassable to vehicles. Uh, last I heard because of damage to the road. Uh, I've heard stories of people already beginning to write SOS signs on the road so that people from the air can see them. I have heard some stories of looting and, you know, people are really desperate to get what they need, which is clean water and food. 
Scientists in California have discovered that elephant seal mothers can recognize the voice of their pups amid those of hundreds of others just two days after they're born. The BBC's Victoria Gill has the details. An elephant seal breeding colony is a cacophony of crying pups, calling mothers and grumbling territorial males. And scientists have often observed elephant seal mothers feeding the pups of other females. So they tested whether in those cases the noise and confusion prevented mothers from recognising their own babies. But when seal pup recordings were played back, researchers found that mothers were much more responsive to the sound of their own pup's call. The research reopens the question of why these remarkably vocal marine mammals would use their precious resources to feed pups that aren't related to them. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 23,030, 56 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $54 billion. In currencies, the U.S. dollar is trading at 114.08 to the yen, and the euro is standing at 1 U.S. dollar and 12 cents. The pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 33 cents. To sport, Siobhan Hawhey has been named best female swimmer at the FINA Short Course World Championships after winning two gold medals and a bronze and setting a world record in the women's 200 freestyle. She was awarded the crown at the end of the meet in Abu Dhabi. Earlier, another Hong Kong record was broken in the pool, this time by the women's 4x50-meter freestyle relay team. Tam Hoi Lam, Stephanie Ao, Chan Kin Lok, and Si Hang Yu teamed up to set a record time of 1 minute 39.35, beating the previous Hong Kong best by 0.91 seconds. They finished eighth in the, go- in the final. Gold went to the United States with Sweden second and the Netherlands taking the bronze. A total of 11 Hong Kong records were broken across six days of the competition in Abu Dhabi. The NHL has decided to extend their Christmas holiday break due to an explosion of positive COVID cases across the league. Of the 50 games postponed, 45 have occurred over the past two weeks with the Delta and Omicron variants spreading across North America. More than 15% of the league's 700-plus players are in virus protocol, a list that continues to grow. Pittsburgh Penguins captain Sidney Cronsby said he would have preferred to keep playing. I understand. I mean, there's a lot of teams who've you know, been in a position where they have to shut down. Um, you know, I, w- I would have preferred to keep playing for when you, th- you look at our two games and the team situations. I think uh, possibly could have kept playing, but, you know, it's not up to us. So um, try to make the most of the break here and, and get ready. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver has said that there are no plans to pause the season, even as the number of players entering the league's health and safety protocols related to the coronavirus continues to rise. He added the league has examined multiple options but does not see a reason to stop play. No plans right now to pause the season. We've, of course, looked at all the options, but frankly, um, we're having trouble coming up with what the logic would be behind pausing right now as we look through these cases literally ripping through the country right now. I think we're finding ourselves where we sort of knew we were going to get to for the past several months, and that is that this virus will not be eradicated, and we're going to have to learn to live with it. And I think that's what we're experiencing in the league right now. Next to football and an emphatic win for Arsenal in the English League Cup. Pepe is drawn a little wide, but he nutmegs his man beautifully. Pepe, can he pick out? Nketiah, he can! A hat-trick for Eddie Nketiah. What a night he's having. 
Arsenal are the first team through to the League Cup semifinals. They blasted third-tier Sunderland 5-1 at the Emirates. The first three Arsenal goals came from Eddie Nketiah. Great feeling, I think, obviously. The fans were excellent again today. And like I said, the most important thing was to get through to the next round. And obviously, yeah, it's nice to get my first pro hat-trick as well in the, along the way. The other quarterfinal matches take place tonight as Liverpool host Leicester, Tottenham host West Ham, and Chelsea visit Brentford. The Italian Serie A has seen its first game called off because of coronavirus. Udinese's home match was abandoned after health authorities asking asked the video, visiting side Salernitana not to travel to northeastern Italy. More from the BBC's Andy Barwell. Salernitana was stopped from travelling to their game against Udinese by the local health authorities after positive COVID-19 cases in the camp. The match, though, wasn't postponed by the league's governing body because, according to them, the Salerno club had still enough available players in their squad for the fixture to go ahead. The Udinese team turned up and remained in the dressing room and after the regulation 45 minutes had passed from the scheduled kickoff, well, the game was abandoned. Elsewhere in the Serie A, Atalanta remained fourth after a goalless draw at Genoa. Juventus defeated Calgary, Calgary rather, 2-0 to go fifth in the table, nine points ahead of the lead. In Spain, Barcelona drew one all away to the second-place Sevilla. The visitors failed to take advantage after Sevilla had Jules Conde sent off on the 64th minute. Barca are seventh in La Liga. Villarreal beat Alavés 5-2. And now to some sad news in rugby. The Spanish international, Kawa Leoma, has died following an accidental fall. The BBC's Andy Barwell has details. The Spanish rugby international, Kawa Leoma, has tragically died following an accidental fall at the age of 32. The lock forward is believed to have fallen from a building suffering severe head injuries. He underwent emergency surgery but died in hospital following a match against the Netherlands in Amsterdam. Now He played for Samoa's under-20s and a number of Auckland clubs before switching his allegiance to Spain. And looking at the weather, it will be mainly cloudy with sunny intervals, moderate north to northeasterly winds. The outlook, there will be few rain patches in the next few days. Winds will strengthen from the north on Christmas Day. The weather will become cold early next week and temperatures will fall below 12 degrees. Currently, the temperature is 21 degrees and the relative humidity is 74%. And to end the news, our top stories once again. Premier Li Ka-cheng has praised the SAR government's effectiveness and ability to revive the economy. A head of a civil service union has called on the government to loosen up a proposed rule requiring unvaccinated government staff to get tested every three days. And roundtable lawmaker Michael Tien has said LegCo candidate substance is what matters to voters. And that's the news from RTHK.
Good afternoon and welcome to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Wednesday afternoon. Wednesday, the 22nd of December is today's date. We have quite a busy program for you this afternoon. Many thanks once again to James Ross and also to the newsroom team. Starting off today's 123 show, we'll be catching up and chatting with James Chong, who is the founder of Rolling Books. And we will be hearing about his newly published picture book, which also has audio descriptions. And it's all about inclusivity. And it's uh, with the audio descriptions, it's inclusive even for blind.